Hello, hello everybody, and welcome to episode 8 of the Love on a Roll podcast. I cannot believe we're at episode 8. It's crazy. Hope you guys are enjoying these episodes every Monday and Friday coming at you. We're talking about what it's like to love on a roll and the good, the bad, the ugly, and bringing awareness and education and positivity to the world. My goal is to try to bring more love and inclusion into the world. So, here we go. Thank you for joining me on this and every episode. Thank you for your support and feedback. And I promise you guys, I'm trying to get better. I am going to work on updating the quality of the episodes. Um, And so, I thank you for your support and feedback and just embracing the message of this podcast because it's so incredibly important for so many people in the United States and around the world as well. So, today we're going to talk about mental health and dating and relationships, which is so critically important. As I have learned, and I'm sure most of you know, mental health is critically important in all aspects of life, but especially in dating and relationships, because it tries your patience, and you have to, you know, stay the course, because you love the person, and love conquers all, and you got to do what you got to do to make it work, but also don't be afraid to get out if it doesn't work. That's the thing, too. Alright, so, I'm going to give you some tips that I've learned in my experience, and again, any feedback, any questions you have for me, you can always hit me up on Instagram, at loveonaroll, or if you know me personally, you know what to do. And always feel free to rate the podcast however you can on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, however you're listening to this podcast, please, again, support and rate the podcast and write a review if you you can. That would really help. Okay, so without further ado, mental health and dating and relationships. So as I said on the outset, Mental health is extremely important in all areas of life, especially in dating and relationships. Mental health is a dating struggle, it's a daily struggle for many people, including myself. On this week's episode, I'm going to give you some tips and tricks and things that I have learned over the last year that may help you to cope with the daily stressors of life we all face and what we can do to make sure our mental health is in check so we can have healthy and happy relationships and always make sure that dating is fun, is a fun and enjoyable process, which is so important, guys. I used to be so stressed out, to be honest, when it came to dating, I wasn't enjoying it. And what I learned recently is dating is supposed to be fun. So don't put stress on yourself, don't put pressure. When you're not looking for somebody, that's when it does happen. I know you're probably thinking if you've never 
had a relationship that, oh man, this guy is crazy. What does he know? Um, that's not the way it works. You got to be persistent. You got to do all these things. Well, yes, you do have to be persistent. But honestly, casual and organic is the best way to form relationships. Whether it be friendship whether it be, and whether it be dating. You can't force anything. You can't. You can't be obsessive. People like it when they're really your, when you're really them yourselves with them. They really do. And it has to be organic. It can't be forced. It has to be casual. If it's meant to be, guys, it will be. That's the important thing. So. And building and, and maintaining relationships shouldn't feel like work. It shouldn't be frustrating either to anyone. As hard as they may be, as hard as it may be to get frustrated at times, I understand we're all frustrated by people in our lives that we're in a relationship with, but ultimately it should be fun, it should be enjoyable. You have to put in work, I know that. But it should be an enjoyable process overall. And you're, the reason why you're putting work in is because you believe in the relationship and you want to have it grow and sustain it over the long term. Ideally, or the short, short term, whatever it is you're looking for. But ideally, you want to grow it and maintain it over time, forever and ever. And again, this applies to friendship, not just dating as well. Any relationship involves work. So, communication is key. If you communicate frequently, you won't get frustrated. Make sure you have your own life outside of your significant other or your friend. Of course, you want to spend a lot of time together, but individual growth is also important. And it will help your mental health significantly. So make sure to take rest days. And yes, you can still communicate with your significant other. I'm not saying go a day without texting them or whatever the case is. But if your significant other says, hey, listen, I need space, then you have to respect that and give them space for however long they need. And if they do need space, again, this is where communication comes in handy. How long do you need space? A day, a week, a month? You know, it should be really clear. And if they're not really clear, then give it time and see what happens. But it should be, you should be communicating. It should be as clear as possible. And you guys should make sure that you know where you stand in the relationship always. And you should always be communicating with each other for the most part in some shape or form. But also respect it when your partner says, I need space or your friend says, I need space. Don't be all up in their grill, guys. Respect, you know, boundaries, personal space, 
and boundaries are so important. It's critical because you got to always make sure how would you like it if the same thing that you were doing to your partner was done to you. And if you don't like it, then you got to respect their space. If you wouldn't like it, then you got to have to respect respect it and do the same to, to them, if that makes sense. 50-50, it goes both ways. So, don't stress yourself out. Dating, and especially dating, is supposed to be fun and enjoyable. And having a relationship with someone in general is supposed to be fun and enjoyable they should be the one person that does not stress you out. So make sure it's fun and enjoyable. Now that doesn't mean it's always easy and there's bound to be some bumps in the road, but don't stress yourself to the point where it takes a toll on your mental health. I'm sure we've all done this at least once in our life and it's really not healthy. Luckily, once it was pointed out to me that I was going overboard, I was able to immediately to begin correcting it. And even if you're not in a romantic relationship, the same thing can unfortunately manifest itself in a friendship. We tend to use the word relationship only in the context of a romantic relationship. But don't forget, a friendship is also a relationship too. Don't forget that. But that's a discussion for another for another time. Also, or, you know, your family and you have a relationship. So, don't just assume that being in a relationship, we're only talking about romantic. It could be any type of relationship with any human being. Also, a relationship with your animal, like a dog, for example. That's also a form of relationship, too. Let's not forget that. Anyone in our life. Okay. So. And if you want to hear my thoughts on the different kinds of relationships that we experience in our lives, or to almost certain experience and at some point in our lives, if we haven't experienced them already, please be sure to check out episode three of this podcast. Let me just make sure. I think it may, either it's episode three or episode four. Actually, it's episode four. So check out episode four, the significance of having love in your life. That was my bad. It's actually episode four, the significance of having love in your life. So check out that. Okay. All right, so back to the game. So yeah, check out episode four of the podcast for more on my thoughts about the different types of relationships so 
and pay attention to their actions. Words are a beautiful thing. They really are. I cherish the words of my loved ones. Even the ones who are no longer with me. But as we all know, talk is cheap. So yes, pay attention to what they say. But it's even more important to pay attention to their actions. Here's a little bit of a fun fact. 90% of all human communication is actually nonverbal communication. So most of what we say isn't actually coming out of our coming out of our mouths. It's coming out by our actions. So things like body language. Yeah, things like things like body language and any kind of nonverbal communication is so important to pay attention to. Any kind of nonverbal cues. But I do want to add here that don't be so quick to judge and don't overthink and don't overanalyze situations because that is also bad for your mental health. And it's one of the worst things you could do. It really is. I'll give you guys an example. I used to be the guy, and I'll, I'll admit, and I'm, I'm sure there's people out there that were just as guilty as I am, but you text someone, right? It doesn't matter if it's an SMS, if it's on social media, but you text them, and you go and you like, why, why didn't they respond? You know, do they not like me? Do they, do they, um, what, what, what is it? You know, why, why, why aren't they texting me back? And you, 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 you look and you may see that they read the text or some kind of, of notification that shows that they read the message that you sent, but they didn't respond. Well, I'm here to tell you guys, that does not mean necessarily that the person is not interested in you. The person could be, you know, not in the best state of mind at the time. The person could be busy. The person could be sleeping. The person could be, there is so many things. The person could be out with friends. The person could be with family. I mean, and I'm not saying these are excuses. I mean, they, are, they could be actually legitimate, legitimate reasons as to why someone cannot, doesn't get back to you right away. I've had people get back to me the next morning. I've had people get back to me the next afternoon. You know? Just because someone doesn't respond does not mean they're not interested. I mean, that's, that, that's just a common misconception. There's so many different reasons that somebody doesn't respond. However, you know, there does come a point where I have to, you know, where you could assume 
the worst, but never assume the worst. Like never, never. You you could you you could be like, man, this is the worst. But look, if somebody never responds to you whatsoever, right? Worst case scenario, there's a week goes by, you know, a month goes by. If the the person never responds to you at all whatsoever, then then you know they're they're not meant to be in your life. But if you know, if there's if if there's legitimate de- things that happen, you know, and they do get back to you at some point, then there's they still care about you. They're just preoccupied. Sometimes people are just preoccupied with other things. That's my point. And I didn't realize that before. And I I was one of those these people that was, and I'm so guilty. And I'm, you know, I've learned from it. But like, you cannot overanalyze every little thing. Like, you can't. It's bad. It's 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 so bad. Like, to not sleep because somebody didn't respond to you that you cared about. I mean, I understand you could be worried about them, but they will respond eventually. You just have to believe the right people, I should say, in your life will will respond eventually. And that's what you should always keep in mind. And the people that are not there for the right reasons and are not there for you and don't give a shit about you, they may never respond. And then you know what? You're like, good riddance. I don't need that. So don't overanalyze the things that people do right away. Give them time. Give them space. Do not bug them. Do not be obsessed with them. Do not, like, don't sit there and overanalyze. Do not lose sleep over someone not responding to you. It's just crazy. Like I said, I was guilty of that too, but I laugh about it now. Because it was, it, it was insane. It was an insane time in my life. And like I said, it's so bad for your mental health. I have learned, like I said, so much about this. And I know it's easy to get into your head. But the the real ones, like I said, in your life, they are always going to show you in the end how much they care about you. And how much they love you through their actions. The key is you just have to be patient and not overly anxious and obsessive and worried. You just have to give them time and space. If you pay attention to what they actually do versus what they say, this will help you in determining the individual's level of interest in you and how important you are to them. Long story short, there's a lot of unhealthy habits that we get ourselves into when it comes to being in a relationship and if you start to practice one or more of these habits you'll be very lucky if you don't screw up your relationship and your relationship can stand that test but it's a learning curve when you get into a relationship for sure because it's new and exciting and the dopamine's flowing but 
and you're probably extremely happy. I know I have been extremely happy when I first get into a relationship or, you know, like, like it's that new, exciting feeling. It, you know, you really care about the person. You really love the person, you know, but you're getting to know them. They're, they're, they're more and more amazing than you ever could think possible. You're like, you know, thank God or thank the universe. But always be sure and always make sure that everything you're doing in a relationship is healthy for you and your partner. And that you're not causing unnecessary stress for yourself and your partner. Because that's not good. If your partner's stressed out or your friend's stressed out, they're not going to be in the relationship with you. They're probably going to end the relationship with you and probably tell all their friends about you. So you don't want that. You really don't. Um, You don't want to screw yourself and the person that you're with out of a great person that I'm sure all of you that are listening are. In fact, all of you that are listening are most likely amazing people, non-judgmental, loving people because you support the mission of love on a roll. So I'm sure all of you are the kind of individuals that would make excellent partners and somebody extremely happy. Um, Don't compare yourself to others. I know it can be hard. Believe me, I know it's all natural. But I know that as an individual with Surya Papalsi living his life on a roll, I tend to compare myself to everyone around me. And I think that it's natural for all of us to do as a human nature. But at the same time, this can be a very unhealthy habit and practice that can screw with your mental health especially when it comes to dating and relationships. There may be things that you want to do for your significant other, but you can't. I, I've been there. You know, some, somebody, you know, have been injured. And they came over my house and, you know, my mom had food in the refrigerator and they, they were, God bless them, they were, hobbling around and, you know, getting getting the food and everything and drinks and all that stuff. And I, I, I wanted to do it, but, and I couldn't. And that really, that really hurt me because I, I wanted to, when I say hurt me, I mean, it made me feel a little bit emasculating, but then I had to, you know, emasculating, but then I had to reframe my mindset a little bit and realize, hey, wait a minute. You know, I I can't do this. And they're doing it for me and that's, and for us, and that's that's okay. So that's the other thing too. This can really screw with your mental health, especially as a person in a wheelchair. Um, If you compare yourself to, well, I, you know, this person's, you know, last boyfriend was a gourmet chef in the, you know, in the kitchen and 
made a gourmet meal in so many ways, and I can't do that. And then you have to say, wait a minute, there's other things I can do, you know, or I'm not, I'm not that person. I can't compare myself to that person. And you really can't because the more you compare yourself, I hope I'm making sense, it just screws up with your mental health. Because you will never, you will never be that other person. You may come close, but you'll never be that other person. You can only be you. And the person that's with you has to love you for you. And only you. That's the, that's the most important thing. And if they don't, then they're not meant to be in your life. So just understand that the right person will under, understand that you have limitations. And as much as you may want to do certain things, you have to figure out ways to be the type of partner you want to be. Regardless of your limitations, and you can do it. If I can do it, so can anyone. So instead of comparing yourself to others, think to yourself, how can you get creative? Or you just got to know the person is dating you because of you. And you can give other things that show them how much you love them. Like I said, the right person won't care about your chair, as was the case with me. But at the end of the day, your love is, power- love is powerful, guys. And love definitely has the power to change the world. And love will change the world. We just have to spread it more to the world and we need more love into the world. And this is the goal of Love on a Roll. And, okay, and constantly check in with each other to make sure you're on the same page as a reminder here. It's good to have a general idea of what you want going in, but it's also important to be flexible because you might miss out if you're so locked in to, I, I only want this kind of person and I'm not open to anything else. You might miss out and you might get more than you expected in a good way. Um, And make this an ongoing conversation in a relationship. I think like I said last week, talk about how important things are to you. How important are your, you know, values or whatever the case is. Talk about all the things that mean the most to you. Make it an ongoing part of the relationship. This way you can keep the relationship going and make sure it's on course or if it's not, unfortunately, you have to do what you have to do. But my goal for everyone listening to this podcast and for everyone that supports my group, Love on a Roll, is that when you get into a relationship, regardless of if you're in a wheelchair or not, I want you guys to be happy for the long term. I want you guys to be so fulfilled and treated right like the king or queen you you are. And I don't want you to settle for anything less. 
I really don't. You guys are incredible and amazing, and you guys deserve nothing but the best in life. So, do what you gotta do, but make sure you constantly talk about things that are important to you. And you might discover new things that you didn't know. So talk about that too. Maybe you thought you wanted kids going into the relationship and then you realized you don't. Maybe you want to raise your kids in a certain religious faith and the other person doesn't. Maybe you want somebody who can be a caretaker for you and help you, you know, be like a replacement for your aid and somebody that puts you in and out of bed and may help you with showers and things or using the bathroom when before your aid comes or whatever the case is and your partner doesn't feel comfortable with that you you know that that's something that has to be talked about but i will say give things time especially with the caregiving thing because your partner may or may not feel comfortable right away so give it you know a year or two years, or three years. If you're not really in a rush, just give it time. Because eventually, if the more they care about you, the more they get to know you, the more they love you, they'll, they may come around, there's a chance. So never lose hope. But there's some things that people will have to be firm on because of their religious preferences. Like I said, if, if it's important for someone to, to raise kids in a certain faith and the partner doesn't want to and you're, you're, that means the most to you, then you got to do what you got to do for some things. But other things, the partner may come around. You never know. Just give it time. Um, you might decide to, to stay together in the, in the short term if it works for both of you. And if you love each other, especially, like I said, love conquers all. But you also may have to part ways in the end. And that's okay too. Discuss what you want and what you don't want in life. Like I said, I believe love conquers all in the end. And love will save the world. So if it's meant to be, it will be. And if it's not, it won't. Something else that I want to say here, and as I always in the podcast, is that I'm human too. I don't try to be an inspiration or role model, my goal is just to try to love and guide others. And that's my role on this podcast and for Love on a Roll in general. Okay, thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate your constant support and commitment to this podcast. Once again, continue to share this podcast with all your loved ones because I'm trying to impact as many individuals as possible. Leave me a message. Leave me feedback. I want to hear all of it. And if you can, make sure to rate the podcast on wherever you're listening to it and write a review. Thank you guys so much. And remember, love will save the world and peace out. We'll see you on Friday, everyone.